ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome into the Monday, May 16th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to be here till 6 o'clock. We'll get your phone calls in this hour at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Our text line is open this hour, 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. If you're a Pittsburgh fan of any sorts, yesterday was kind of a weird day for you. The Reds, and the most Cleveland Brown thing I've ever seen, no hit the Pittsburgh Pirates. Absolutely no hit the Pittsburgh Pirates. And you're thinking, well, okay, they no hit them, so they won. No, they did not win. The Pittsburgh Pirates beat the Reds. I That baffled me. You know, what was going on here? You know, hit a team, and you're thinking you got the win. Unfortunately, it was not a good day for the Reds, which I know I spoke out of turn last week when I said that they were the worst team in baseball. They might not be the absolute worst team. They've shown some signs of life, so they might not be the absolute worst team in baseball. But still, no hitting – is a good thing. And then it just falls apart and the, the, the Pirates win. Pirates win. So if you're a Pittsburgh fan, I mean, you start your day off, you're doing pretty good. You're feeling good about life, right? You're feeling really good. You're thinking, oh, hey, the Pirates won. We got we got to win. Let's go get the New York Rangers game seven of the, of the first round. Sidney Crosby is back. Concussion might not have been that bad. Might not have been that bad. I, I don't know what the protocol is to determine, but it was determined that he could go. So here he is. Pittsburgh's very own Sidney Crosby. Well, I mean, not really very own, but he's, he's sort of like a messiah figure to the city of Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh's very own Sidney Crosby returns Game 7 to vanquish the New York Rangers Tristan Jerry, Tristan, hasn't been on the ice in a month. And his absence in that month span cost me my fantasy hockey championship. My 20-win streak, 20-game win streak ended in the semifinals because Tristan wasn't available. Comes back. Here he is. The savior of Pittsburgh Penguins hockey is back. And they're going to show the New York Rangers what it's all about. And no. It's a great day for me. Because, first of all, the first day since uh, our intern started working here, the first day, he has been here. And every day, he has brought me something in his wardrobe. He shows up every day with some piece of Pittsburgh gear on, be it the Pirates, the Steelers, the Penguins. Every day, he's been he's been repping Pittsburgh proud. You'd be proud of this young man, showing all the colors. There's only two, and he showed them all. The gold and the black, or is it yellow-black? You know, more, yeah, we don't know. 
repping today. However, it's as if the entire wardrobe is gone. He is in full herd gear today, repping the thundering herd. Got the Marshall gear on because his Pittsburgh Penguins lost Game 7 to my New York Rangers. And immediately after I almost lost my voice, after our Timmy Panarin put it in past Tristan Jari, the savior of Pittsburgh Penguins hockey, to eliminate Sidney Crosby. Malkin's gone too. Out. You're done. Cry me a river, Sidney Crosby. You're really good at that. And so here's what happens. I'm on the phone texting I'm conversing with Bill Bissett. Some of you might know Bill. He used to be the uh, president of Huntington City Chamber of Commerce. You know, worked for the Kentucky Coal Association. You know, affiliated with Marshall for a long time. Great guy. He's a Pittsburgh fan. Quick text from him. Good night. Onward. Moving onward. Done. He's done. And this is the guy who would send me little Pittsburgh Penguin emojis every time the Penguins would beat my team. So he's done. John Mercer, who at one point said, I, I might not come on the show until Pittsburgh gets that final win. And he later relented, though. He came on because the Rangers sort of messed that schedule up for him. He got my communique. So I had to converse with him a little bit. And then, if you're a fan of Marshall Tennis, you know Kelly Schmidt, one of the all-time greats at Marshall University. She definitely left a, a huge legacy of women's tennis, women's sports, period, at Marshall University. You know, She had a, a, a couple of years run as a, an assistant coach as well with John Mercer. You know, She has uh, since moved on from her direct career at Marshall University. And so... When I first met Kelly years ago, Kelly's a Pittsburgh girl. So she knew my teams, knew I was a Bengals fan. So every time the Steelers would do something, I got to hear it from Kelly Schmidt. You know, Kelly Schmidt was texting me. I mean, this was, or messaging me, or getting a hold of me here. I don't know how that happened, by the way, too, because, you know, SIDs are pretty, pretty. They're pretty strict as far as how you communicate with these athletes at times here. You know, if um, you know, Jason Courier was running the department back in her prime, I don't know if this would have been happening here. But So I'm getting bombarded from Kelly Schmidt all the time. Steelers beating the Bengals. Pirates beating the Reds. I'm getting that from her all the time. The Pittsburgh Penguins beating the Rangers. I'm getting that all the time. Then the Bengals started beating the Steelers. Just, I let her know I was there. Just reminded her that I was there. You know, keep in touch. You know, keep in touch with people that, you know, you form you know, friendships and relationships with. Just, you know, let her know I was still there. A little friendly text now and then. It's been a while. And so Kelly gets the text last night. and just bombarded her. Just let her know. You know, it was like a, it was a picture. And... She replied back to me, 
she was bummed out because she was sitting there waiting to send me that very same text. She was just she was planning on doing it just to just to put some just to ruin my joy, to take my joy away. She was waiting for me, so she got the business. Our intern's not getting the business today, though. Nice guy, not going to give him the business. Down the line, he'll get the business, but it was great. And then, yeah, Bill Cornwell texted me as well last night, I mean, almost instantly. I almost stopped Bill from texting me because every time Bill would text me about the, the games, something bad would happen. I'm like, Bill, stop. Stop texting. You're not. You're not helping the situation. It's too soon. But you know, sports. It's it's sort of. It's weird because you're happy and then you're not. Something's going your way, then you're. It's not. So if you're superstitious, I'm like, stop doing that. So I had a great night. I don't know how you I had a great night. How about the? How about all that? And let's talk about the fact that yesterday we had two Game 7s going to overtime. Both were great Game 7s. The entire run of the first round, the NHL, way better than what we've been seeing with the NBA. That stuff was terrible. We'll talk about all that later. We'll get into the NBA, NHL playoffs. want to do that with you. We'll get your phone calls and text in. I look forward to hearing from you. Again, the phone line is 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. What's coming up next, though? We're going to get a little bit back on track. We're going to talk some herd sports with you. Former Marshall University tight end Gator Hoskins is coming up on the program. He's coming up next. We're going to talk to him, catch up with him. He is now a high school coach. He's getting into the coaching ranks. He's coaching his old high school, Eastside High School. So Gator comes on the program. We'll talk to him here in the next few minutes. We will get your phone calls and text in, as I said. We'll cap off what happened yesterday in the NBA and, of course, the NHL. We'll do all of that, look ahead to baseball. All that's coming up. And, of course, as we mentioned, we want to hear from you. All of this coming up on your drive home here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Monday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. want to welcome to the program now one of the uh, one of the all-time favorites of Marshall University Athletics, former Marshall tight end Gator Hoskins joins me. Now the head coach of his old high school, Eastside High School. Gator, good talking to you again. It's been a while. Congratulations. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. How you guys doing? We're good. We are good. We're excited to hear the other day that uh, you had taken the job at Eastside High School. It, has that been an ambition of yours for a while after your playing days were over to get into the coaching side? Uh, yes, I always uh, kind of been thinking about getting back into I want to get into coaching, you know, eventually maybe coach at the next level. Uh, I had an opportunity to come back and help turn my high school around, so I took, I took the chance. Yeah, that was something you know, when the news came out, you're taking over a team that's three and seventeen, and you immediately wanted to talk about culture. You know, you didn't talk about anything as far as you know what the team was doing. You know, getting these kids better. Yeah, you instantly went with culture. 
What's the situation with Eastside that made you feel like, okay, I need to get in there and, and see if I can turn this around? Um, Kind of just seeing how, how bad those guys been doing it and kind of remembering where I left it off at. Uh, I think what I'm saying about that culture is that winning culture. Um, I can give an example. When Coach Doc first came in, you know, my freshman year, he kind of built that winning culture. And by the time uh, I was a senior, man, we were winning 10 games uh, to make sure the guys won the conference championship. So it was all about, you know, trusting the process and, and kind of getting that winner's mentality. Right now I think a lot of those kids don't know how to be winners. So it's my job to come in and show them and, and give them that winner's mentality. How do programs lose such a uh, – <clears throat> I mean, you, you have programs that have, of course, sometimes you don't win at all every year. You have maybe a bad year or two, but – you go from being a consistent winner to maybe on the decline. You know what happens. You know where do you you know where do you see these things falling off, and you know, where do you start as far as getting it back? Uh, I think a lot of the times the guys uh, lose trust in the process, lose trust in the in the, in the working, um, they lose a the game, kind of maybe lose some trust in each other, lose trust in the coaching. Uh, you just got to trust the process, trust the plan to win. Um, and I, I got a good group of guys coming along on my coaching staff that we're going to make sure that we're hitting them every day. We're telling these guys, we're showing them, not only just telling them, but showing them ways to win, showing them how to be a winner. Yeah, you're not talking just about on the football field. You're talking about everyday life. Yes, sir. And uh, being better men, I told those guys, I can guarantee you three things. You're going to become a better student, a better man in your community, and you're going to become a better football player. I can, I can guarantee you those three things. Joining us on the program, former Marshall tight end Gator Hoskins with us, taking over Eastside High School, taking over his old school. I'm kind of curious. So when we first found out that you were taking this over, I was curious, you know, has Coach Huff reached out to you yet to, to maybe say congratulations, to, to start let's getting that Eastside High School to Marshall connection going? Uh, no, I haven't had a chance to talk to him. Uh, I, even have a chance, I haven't had a chance to reach out to him. Uh, since he took over, I, you know, I wanted to tell him congratulations on, you know, getting that head coaching job over there at Marshall and turning those things around. How important is that, though, to um, to keep those connections? Because you, a lot of people remember you. I mean, it hasn't been that long, but a lot of people remember you and and loved you from the time you were here. And you know, hopefully, we get to see you come back real soon. And uh, that would be great to have that. Marshall connection with you now at Eastside because I'm sure you're surrounded with a lot of talent that, as you mentioned, they just need to know how to win now. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, that connection is very important. I still um, talk to Coach uh, Leg. Um, I still talk to Coach Doc. Uh, sometimes he was one of those guys that was in my corner with me getting the job. I put him down as a reference. So I'm still keeping those connections with, you know, uh, coaches that I, that I had that coached me. But I would love to be talking to Coach Huff, though. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, he um, he definitely is uh, someone who has uh, shown that he, he wants to bring players back. You know, maybe we can finally get you back here as well and, and see everything that's been going on. I'm kind of curious, though. You, you had a lot of success at Marshall. You've, you spent time in the NFL. So you have that credibility. You have that what a lot of these kids are looking for. They 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 probably a lot of them maybe see you and say they want to be like Gator. How much do you think that's going to play with these kids? I mean, have they got your have you been able to get their attention right away because it feels like you coming in, you've got that credibility. You don't have to explain it to them. I mean, they should already know 
where you've been, what you've done, and, and that you can help them. You can get them to where they want to be and need to be. Uh, yes. Uh, those guys knowing where I've been um, and me just coming in and maybe able to say, hey, I've been wherever you want to be, I've been. Uh, the places that you're trying to get, I already done it. I already did it. Um, and with the coaches on the coach staff, I have a lot of coaches that played at the next level about, you know, half of my majority of my coaching staff play college football. So we're able to tell those guys, uh, we've been in the, we practice on the same field and we went to college. We're, we did what you guys are trying to do. If you just trust us, follow us and believe in us, we'll get you there. Joining us on the program, former Marshall tight end Gator Hoskins, now the head coach of Eastside High School. It, it feels like more and more with the way coaching goes that you have to be, as you mentioned, you, you have to – anybody can be a coach, but it feels like more and more the better coaches, the more successful coaches are the ones who have gone through it, can talk to the kids. I mean, you're basically taking over a program where these kids haven't been winning for a while. You've been a winner. You know how it, it goes. But at the same time, you know, everybody's trying to do this. Every high school mm-hmm. program that you're competing against is trying to do this everywhere you go. It's that competition. You know, what's been the response so far to you taking over You know, as far as the community? What kind of support are you getting? I guess is what I'm asking here to try to maybe help these young men and help this program along. Uh, the community has been backing me. Um, parents. Uh, former players, alumni, I mean, it's just been going crazy. Uh, the community is really backing me 100%. I definitely feel the support and the love from the community. I don't think we have an issue with that. Um, even with our AD and our principal teachers here, they they really back in and support me. Is this a is this a football crazy uh, community? I mean, is this a, are they hung? I mean, are, are they are they super hungry here? Is that part of it? Uh, you know, because you go some places, great football. The fans might not be there. What's you know, what's the fan support like East Side? What's a Friday night going to look like? And you know, what's it look like in the past when you were there? Oh, um, I was there. It was crazy. Um, pack house, uh, people at the gate, nowhere to sit. Um, lately, it's, it's been the opposite. Uh, kind of been dead. Uh, plenty of seats, um, but I'm expecting um, the crowd to come out. You know, you got those guys who want to see you succeed, and there's people out there that want to see you fail. They're going to come and watch. So I'm just hoping that, you know, either you want to, either way, if you want to see us win or lose, you're going to be there to watch it. So I'm expecting the crowd to be out, you know, the uh, stands to be full this upcoming season. Are you working the community as well, or are you having to maybe go out and recruit them a little bit as well, trying to get them back into that winning mentality? It sounds like it might not be as hard as it sounds, but you know, fans aren't showing up. You know, are you kind of getting a feel from a lot of people, maybe still a wait-and-see attitude, or are you just basically saying, look, get here now, we need you? Uh, honestly, fans have just been, hey, we're there. I mean, I get calls every day. Uh, text every day, messages on Facebook every day. The fans are waiting. The fans are ready for the first game of the season. Uh, I kind of just been going out of the community and talking to people, uh, letting them know how excited we are for this upcoming season. But 
they they let me know that they have my back. They are they are excited about this move at me becoming a new head coach. Where do you see yourself in a few years? Um, is um, is this the beginning of that coaching journey? Is this somewhere you could be comfortable doing this, or are you looking to to really establish yourself here, get this going, and maybe get to that next level a little sooner? You know, what's this journey you think going to look like for you? Uh, honestly, I, I don't know. I'm just only focused on this year. I'm getting ready for this season, so honestly, I can't answer that question. Oh, that's a that's a that's a that's a, that's a great response because. You might find you love this, and you might want to do this for the rest of your life, or you might find this is going to be the, you know, the gateway to the next level on the next level. Uh, and you know, then somebody's going to be looking at you like, "Hey, you know, look at Coach here. He started here. I mean, that could be your story. You start your coaching story could be I started here, and then inspire the next coach or the next coach after that. So you know, either way, the journey is great. Yes, sir. Yes, sir." What do you miss most about uh, Marshall? Now that we got you here, and uh, hopefully we can get you back soon, you know, what do you miss most about uh, your time at Marshall? And uh, you know, I know your your schedule is going to be a little busy here for the foreseeable future, but uh, you know, are you hoping to get back soon, or at least try to eventually get back to Huntington and get back to you know a Marshall game, or at least try to get around here, you know, for some sort of event? Oh uh, yeah, I, man. Honestly, I miss the fans, man. I love the fans. Uh... Fans like no other. Um, I would definitely love to get back, you know, come out there and check out some games, see uh, the changes uh, to the locker room, to, uh, you know, to the coaching staff. And just um, to be around the fans. I, I, hey, I love and I really, really miss the fans. Gator Hoskins joins me, new head coach of Eastside High School. Everyone, of course, remembers his time at Marshall. Now that Marshall's getting into the Sun Belt, what do you think about that move? Uh, Marshall leaving Conference USA, jumping into the Sun Belt. Uh, you, know, you don't get to see the Florida schools like FAU and FIU, but you know, still, Marshall's coming south a little bit more. You know, what's your impression of Marshall's new league, and how do you feel about the, the Sun Belt? Um, I really don't know all the teams in there, but I think it gives them another chance. I think a lot of times Marshall players get overlooked because of the competition. Um, some of the scouts, some of the NFL, some people don't feel like uh, we're playing top competition, but hopefully this is a, a new outlook on it, you know, probably get some better teams in the conference, getting a chance to show showcase their talent against uh, different opponents. So I think it's a great move for those guys. Was that the challenge for you, you know, when you were uh, in the NFL trying to, to battle that maybe that stigma, that uh, impression that, Okay, maybe Gator didn't play up against uh, the very best. You know, maybe he's not that good. Yeah, you know, was that a battle for you constantly? Uh, I think I came into the league with a chip on my shoulder, so that was something that you know I kind of said it to myself that maybe these guys are looking at it like that. I think I, I think that was a, a big deal of me going undrafted, but that was just a chip on my shoulder that I had. I don't think it was kind of you know out in the a, a big thing to everyone else, but I, I definitely had that chip on my shoulder. Gator Hoskins joins us, uh, head coach Eastside High School. Okay, so who's your first opponent, uh, and uh, you know, what's the schedule look like? You know, what's um, what's Eastside High School's biggest games and challenges this year? Uh, uh the, the schedule hasn't been finalized, but every opponent is a big opponent. Uh, coach Doc told us that hey, it's a big game because it's the next game. Um, coach Leg taught us, you know. Fear no one, respect all. So every game is a big game to us, especially coming off a 2-8 uh, and eight season. So I'm not overlooking any opponent. 
So everybody's your biggest rival then. You know, you're going to you're gonna go with the hey. Doc Holiday method. Next game. Yeah, that's how I'm looking at it. Hey, one game at a time. Gator Hoskins joins us. Hey, it was good catching up with you. Congratulations. I know a lot of people were excited when they heard the news, and I think a lot of people will be excited for you and hope to see you soon. So if we can get you back to Huntington soon for, for a game or something, I think the fans would love to have you back. Oh, yes, sir. I would love to be back. I'm definitely going to try to make a couple games this year. Gator, congratulations. I get to call you Coach Hoskins now. So congratulations, Coach, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us today. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love being on the show, man. Hey, uh, shout out to the fans. I love you guys. I miss you guys. I'm sure they miss you as well. Thanks, Gator. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. That is Gator Hoskins, Coach Hoskins now. You can't call him – you have to call him Coach. Coach Gator Hoskins now. That's the title. So – uh, the next game, he's going to have that Doc Holiday mentality, you know, only laser focusing on that next game. And you'll find a, a lot of, again, coaches don't like talking about the full schedule. I mean, they, they'll talk about it now and then, yeah, you know, in general terms. Like, yeah, yeah, every 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 team's going to be tough. Yeah, you know, we we didn't win that many games, so you know, go back to what Coach Huff said. You know, going into the Sun Belt, it's real. So Gator right now is probably looking at the schedule like it's real, yeah. And then he's like, okay, I, I worry about those. You know, the first game, toughest opponent they've ever faced. Next game, toughest opponent. You know, he's he's already got it down. He's got all that coaching mentality locked in already. So I'm excited for him. We'll get your phone calls and text in. You can join the program by calling 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our phone line is open 877-420 Talk. Text line is open 304-396-Talk, 304-396-8255. The fun thing about you using the text line is but you can also send me emojis and gifts. People do that. Here's one. I've got a this looks like classic Undertaker. Choke slamming someone hard into the ring. This is this is classic. This is the gift I got, and it's classic Undertaker. I mean, he looks like he's got the he's got the dead man outfit on a little bit. He just he's crushing some fool. It looks like, and the message reads: I love this. You are putting on a clinic as to how you trash talk a fan base on the radio. A subtle trash talking. How you subtly, ta- you, 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 I'm basically I'm putting a clinic on. It's where this is going. Next level trash talking under the cover of a drive time sports radio. Paul Swan is bringing the heat. Change the name of the show to the pile drive with Paul Swan. Ooh, oh, oh, okay, okay. Take notes, taking notes here. Could that be our wrestling show? That could be our wrestling show. The Pile Drive with Paul Swan. That needs to be, we need to do that. We need to, or maybe not the, I like that though. We got to incorporate that somewhere. The Pile Drive. I like it. 
I like it. The pile drive with Paul Swan. How you hanging in there, Christian? You doing you, you doing okay? You doing okay? You you fine? Yeah, it's no. You don't have to talk now. You 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 were like scared to talk in the microphone. It's okay. You nod your head. You doing okay in there? I'm just making sure. After all, your penguins got got eliminated. Uh, Sidney Crosby, you know, blaming the refs. All oh, the helmet helmet came off a player. That's why we lost. No, you lost because you couldn't stop our Timmy Panarin in overtime. Yeah, after the refs gifted you that high sticking, uh, you know, above the crossbar puck. You know, you know, above the crossbar, it should be no goal. It was given. I mean, so, and there are a few other bad calls. You didn't hear me complaining about that. It's a good series coming up in the, uh, in the Stanley Cup. But we got Tampa and Florida. Tampa Bay, Florida. That's coming up. St. Louis and Colorado. That's going to be – I like that series, but I'm going to say Colorado there. And Edmonton versus Calgary. That's basically – think of Edmonton versus Calgary. Think of that as like Duke versus North Carolina. It's in Alberta, province of, of Canada. That is basically – that's what that is. That is – that's Duke, North Carolina, I think. Don't like each other. Their fans say Edmonton fans traveled to a Calgary game to troll Calgary. And that happens vice versa. That's, you like just, if you're just a general casual, hey, I want something good to watch because the NBA wasn't bringing it. There are no games tonight. Celtics eliminated the Bucks last night in game seven, 109 81. That was boring. The Mavs crushed. The Suns in Game 7. Dallas won 123-90. to Led by 30 at halftime. Please. Seriously, that was not entertaining. So tomorrow night, Eastern Conference begins. Celtics taking on the Heat. Miami, 8.30 will be start time. We go on the air at 8 o'clock on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. And then, of course, the, uh, the Warriors will take on the Mavs. Wednesday will be the beginning of the Western Conference Finals. We'll have all those games for you on Cat Sports 93.3. And 13-40. Looking forward to the NBA to get better. Seriously. I mean, it's a game seven, and you're up by 30 at halftime. Seriously. Where's the entertainment? There's no. no. Now, if you're a fan, yeah, you, you want to see your team destroy the other team. I get it. But still. No, we had great game sevens in the NHL last night. It was fantastic. I mean, Calgary and Dallas, that was beautiful. And, of course, the Rangers beating the Penguins again, by the way. Game 7, elimination game. And uh, we might not see uh, Sidney Crosby. We might not see uh, Malkin and Latang every I mean, We might not see that trio ever again. And, uh, you know, Malkin's a free agent. Latang's a free agent. Brian Russ is a free agent. He's been playing pretty well. You might not see that anymore. Um, so I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to ask a couple of Penguins fans uh, how they feel about that. You know, Tim Ear, WSAZ is a Penguins fan. I don't know if y'all knew that. Uh, I did not troll him though. I did not. And here's another thing. I didn't get on Twitter and troll people specifically, directly, uh, anything like that. Like a, a couple of people that I know, and that's fine. They, you know, they're, they're Penguins fans and they can suffer now, but 
Tim here is a huge Penguins fan and like the nicest guy you could meet. I can't, I can't say a word to him. I can't say a, no. I can't do it at all. I just don't have the heart to to say, hey, hey, Tim, how about my Rangers? I can't do that to him. He's such a, he's such a nice guy. It's like kicking a puppy. You don't kick a puppy. You don't. Such a, a super nice guy, and uh, I'm sure he was suffering last night. Uh, he's a he's a Pins fan, and so you know a guy like that, I feel bad for, only because he's a nice guy. I mean, he makes it hard. He's a, he's a he's a classy guy. He makes it hard, so I can't really I can't really say too much about that other than sorry, sorry, not sorry. Nice guy though. Uh, yeah, that's again. I know a lot of for some reason I know a lot of Penguins fans as friends. I think well maybe we're friends. I don't know. Especially after today, that we have to reevaluate all of that. All right, let's get your phone calls and texts in. Phone line is open 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The text line is open at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We'll, we'll get you caught up. There's a, a lot of happenings with the Thundering Herd. We'll get you caught up when we continue with this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line is open 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Text line, legends like Paul. Okay, first of all, I like where this is going with this text. Legends like Paul don't troll people on social media individually. Too amateurish. Paul waits to drop the mic on the radio for an hour straight. I like it. I like it. That's true. Too amateurish. Now I can't troll anybody individually on Twitter ever again because that would be that would just be Bush. That would just be Bush. I have to use the platform afforded to me here. And this it's this show. Welcome back to the drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM930. Let's get you caught up on a lot of things. First of all, uh, unfortunately for Marshall Baseball. The Thundering Herd got swept by Old Dominion this past weekend. Two straight one-run losses to the Monarchs to end the series. Five straight losses now for the Herd. Marshall sitting at 20-30-1 on the season, 9-18 in Conference USA. And during this losing streak, Marshall has been outscored 40-28. to Herd's back at home tomorrow. Moorhead State, the opponent, first pitch set for 3 p.m. Last week, you remember the Herd lost against Moorhead 9-5. Hopefully a different outcome for Marshall baseball. And again, hopefully here in the next few years, we'll have a lot of different outcomes for Marshall baseball. Yeah, it's been a rough season so far for the Thunder. I mean, 20-30-1, it's, it's okay. It's not – it could be worse. Let's just put it this way. It, it could be lost. I mean, it could be a lot worse. And, yeah, there have been some competitive – baseball being played here from the Thundering Herd. So it's not as if this team is just completely inept and doesn't know what to do. I mean, it's not like the, it's not like this team no-hit a team and lost. It's not like that. Good news on the football side of things. Will Ulmer, former Marshall offensive lineman, signing with the Buffalo Bills. Mr. Everything at the Thundering Herd. 57 starts, now going to hopefully have a long career with the Buffalo Bills. Willie Johnson signing with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Good news for that thundering herd football legacy. So uh, that's good stuff. I loved Will Ulmer. I mean, Willie was fantastic too, but Will Ulmer, I love that guy. 
I mean, just I'm, I'm glad he signs with the Bills. I am excited for what he's going to be able to do. Uh, track and field. Hey, give it up for track and field. Marshall track and field team put up 63 team points in the Conference USA Outdoor Track and Field Championship. That ties the all-time league mark from 2013, so that's pretty good. Two school records on Sunday. I got a silver medal performance in the 400 by Micah Allain and uh, Ashanti Warner got a, a, a nice record there for her, 58.04 seconds, and grabbed a silver. So a couple of herd records there. So congratulations to Marshall Track and Field. I don't have softball to talk about anymore either. Baseball is about wrapped up. Softball, we're about out. It's getting to that point now. We're, we're here in the – we're talking about it because it's not happening part of, of the sports season. But I'll, I'll say this, though. Uh, we still have a lot of baseball coming up. Baseball, of course, for the Herds starting to wrap up. Baseball for the Pirates. Hey, maybe this is the start of a good thing here. After the Pirates beat the Reds despite being no hit – which is the sixth time in the modern era a team has won without a hit. Pirates are back in action tonight, taking on the Cubbies. First pitch set for 7.40 p.m. We're going to have that game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Hey, maybe the Pirates can get the Cubbies. Maybe you can win the series against the Cubbies. I mean, after all, if you can win games without actually getting a hit, I mean, what happens if you actually get a hit? Think of it that way. If you can beat the Reds and not hit the ball, you could possibly hit the ball and win some games. What a concept. What a concept. I was busy. I was too busy. Yeah, I didn't get to see that yesterday. I was busy. I mean, the NBA was not doing it for me. I hope that turns around, though, with the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. I hope that really turns around. Then, of course, you know, the – the whole shooting match for the finals itself. Uh, we're going to have some enjoyable hockey games to uh, keep up with here over the next couple of weeks. Of course, I'm going to be all into that New York-Carolina series because, one, one of the producers at Channel 8, uh, I'm a big fan of hers, Michelle Carroll, friend of mine who is producer at Channel 8. Uh, she is a Carolina Hurricanes fan, so you know, we're going to have a, a vicious, friendly rivalry going, and that makes it fun. And then Jason Courier, who Marshall Sports Information Director, who is leaving for Tulane real soon, which I was uh, asked by several people in the building, hey, are you going to get him in here before he goes? And I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to get him in here maybe uh, on a uh, – maybe his final day. He is a he's, – he's a Carolina guy, so he's a Hurricanes fan. He's not intense, though. I'm not going to get the – well, maybe I am. I don't know. Now that he's leaving, maybe I'm going to get I'm going to get the troll version of him. But we won't do it on social media because, again, that's amateurish. That's what the texter said. Yeah, amateurish, don't do it. We'll just do it straight here, like a, like two gunfighters talking on the radio. Back in back when we just called people on radio shows and talked our trash, that, that's what that's – what, before that social media, back in the day – Back in the day when we just called and just talked our trash on the radio and just hung up because you couldn't do anything. No no at reply here, buddy. Uh, I'm just going to hang up and listen. Or just text me now. It's fine. Uh, 
So we'll try to get him on. I think I would like to do that just because, you know, he was um, he was a I met him during a transition phase in my life, and always appreciated the kindness because he could have told me uh, while I was unemployed, uh, kick rocks, kid. Yeah, yeah, kick rocks. Talk to me when you're talk to me when you're employed again. Kick rocks. They didn't know me from anything, and uh, so always appreciated his uh, his kindness and uh, his friendship. So we'll try to get him on before he goes. And of course, um, that means uh, there's a job opening at Marshall University. You think you can do what Jason does? Can you think you can be a sports information director? You think you can manage dealing with with me and Keith Morehouse and Mark Martin and Cassidy Wood and the columnist? You think you can deal with us and Luke Creasy and a host of others? You think you could deal with us on a daily basis, answering our little requests, texting yeah, us to let us know when things are happening and putting up with all our, our pithy replies and abuse sometimes when we don't get our way? You think you can do that job? There's a job opening at Marshall University. That guy's a saint. Because he's got to deal with all of us, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Uh, when you work in the media, we have egos. We have egos. We have really big egos here in in media. And sometimes people who have these egos in media, they don't realize it. Others we know we have egos. We get it. You know, yeah, we get it. Others though, they have egos. So that guy's a saint, complete going to miss him so uh, again the uh, Jason Corder farewell tour hopefully ends here before he heads off to Tulane so we'll try to get him on the program uh, looking forward to talking to him a few more times before it's all said and done that's going to do it for this edition thanks for tuning in I do appreciate everyone sticking around and uh, being with us on a daily basis uh, we'll be back tomorrow we'll do it all over again here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930